this is episode three of Hidden Hosea. I'm Josh Snow, and I want to share what I've learned about courage from Hosea. When I was a new Christian, one of the first lessons I learned was from the book of Joshua. Throughout that book, God continually challenged Joshua to be strong and courageous. To be strong and very courageous. And of course, it takes courage to face enemies. Joshua and the Israelites in battle against the Canaanites. Samson fighting the Philistines. David confronting Goliath. Courage is not a trait that people usually think of when we think about love. Yet from reading Hosea, I learned about the tremendous courage of love. Three things I learned about the courage of love from Hosea is that one, it takes courage to receive love. Two, it takes courage to give love. And three, I learned where Hosea was able to get his courage. First, from Hosea, I learned that it takes courage to receive love. What is courage? Courage is the ability to do something that frightens you. Courage is what makes someone capable of facing extreme danger and difficulty without retreating. It implies not only bravery and a dauntless spirit, but the ability to endure in times of adversity. That's from the Kindle Dictionary. To have the courage to face enemies, we put on armor to protect ourselves. But from Hosea, I learned that we need the courage to drop our armor and lay down our defenses to receive love. C.S. Lewis wrote, To love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. That's from his book, The Four Loves. To be loved is to bear our souls. To be loved is to expose our inmost being. To be loved is to be naked. It can be scary to be loved because you're opening yourself to pain and possible heartbreak. This is just as true for parental love for children as it is between lovers. And this is especially true when it comes to receiving the love of God. This goes back to the Garden of Eden. After Adam and Eve disobeyed God about the tree, After they were unfaithful to God about the tree, they knew they were naked. So Adam and Eve covered themselves with fig leaves to hide their true selves from God and from each other. And even to this day, deep down inside, we are scared. We are terrified we are unworthy, that we are unlovable. We need to look good enough, be smart enough, 
have enough money for someone to love us. Yet these are all fig leaves to cover our deep insecurity. It takes courage to lay down our fig leaves to be who we really are and receive love. And this is most especially true with our relationship to God. We tell God and the world to look at what good people we are. Look at our works, our prayers, our morality. We want to prove to God and ourselves that we are worthy of being loved. God knows this, and He wants us to have the courage to put down our fig leaves. God doesn't want what we do. He doesn't want what we have. He wants who we are. He wants our hearts. Hosea knew this. When Gomer was unfaithful to him, God told the prophet to love his wife again. Hosea could have told God, I didn't do anything wrong. I kept my vows. I kept my end of the bargain. Why do I have to forgive her? Why do I have to love her again? But Hosea didn't. Hosea humbled himself. He set aside his pride because he knew that at his core, standing before the only one who was truly holy and righteous, Hosea was an unfaithful man with an unfaithful heart living amongst unfaithful people. It is difficult for people who have vices to admit their need for God. But it can be much harder for people who are virtuous to admit their need for God. That is why Jesus went to the poor and the sick, not the righteous and the powerful. To walk with God is to know you are already naked. There is no hiding behind fig leaves of virtue, just as there is no hiding behind fig leaves of vice. Pastor Tim Keller has noted that repenting of our righteousness is just as necessary as repenting of our sins. Hosea had the courage to drop his fig leaves before God and be naked so that he could receive God's perfect love. It takes courage to repent of vices, but it takes just as much courage to repent of virtue. Hosea taught me that I needed to have the courage to repent of my marital fidelity just as much as I need to repent of my sins to allow God's love to truly restore me. And because Hosea had the courage to set aside his pride, because Hosea had the courage to repent of his virtues as well as his vices, he could receive God's love and be truly restored. Secondly, I learned that Hosea had the courage to give love to Gomer and also the courage to proclaim God's love to his people. After Gomer's repeated unfaithfulness, Hosea was prevented instinctively, emotionally, and legally from renewing his marital life with Gomer. Yet God and his love are greater than law emotion, and instinct. 
Because Hosea had the courage to receive God's love, and because Hosea was secure in God's love, Hosea had the courage to go and love Gomer again. There was no guarantee how Gomer would respond to Hosea. She had run away from him. She did not ask him to love her again. She surely wasn't expecting Hosea to seek reconciliation. Yet this is the miracle of forgiveness. This is the miracle of agape love. This is the miracle of grace. Because Hosea was secure in God's love, because God was Hosea's first love, Hosea had the courage to love Gomer again. In his first epistle, St. John tells us, God is love. We love because he first loved us. Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the laws and the prophets hang on these two commandments. That's Matthew chapter 22. Because Hosea was secure in God's love, the prophet could love Gomer again. Also, Hosea could proclaim God's love to his people. When Hosea sought reconciliation with Gomer, the prophet was undertaking the most radical, revolutionary, and counter-cultural act of love. The prophet had to overcome not only his own misgivings and doubts, but he also had to overcome the social stigma and even ridicule of his fellow countrymen. Ancient cultures were shame and honor cultures. We can only imagine how loud the whispers of scandal were in Hosea's community. No one would have blamed Hosea if he divorced Gomer. In fact, the penalty for adultery in Levitical law is death. To the outside observer, the prophet's words and actions seem bizarre, extreme, self-destructive, and even foolish. Hosea admitted, the prophet is considered a fool. Yet Hosea had the courage to endure the public scorn, humiliation, and ridicule to proclaim God's love. Writing to the Corinthian church, St. Paul tells us, For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. Hosea knew that his marriage and prophecy expressed how torn apart God was by the unfaithfulness of his people. Yet God is greater than man. God's eternal love is forever, while man's unfaithfulness is not. Because Hosea had the courage to give his love to Gomer and proclaim God's love to people, Hosea could be the historic man of forgiveness, love, and restoration God wanted him to be.
And thirdly, I learned from Hosea where he got his courage to love. The Latin root of the word courage is core, meaning heart, from which we get the word coronary. Hosea is the prophet of God's broken heart. Pastor John Ogilvie tells us Hosea shows us God's unbroken love from God's broken heart. And from Hosea, I learned that the prophet received his courage from God's broken heart. Hosea, Isaiah, Amos, and Micah were the first writing prophets. Hosea was the only writing prophet from the northern kingdom of Israel. Before Hosea and the writing prophets, the Hebrew Bible consisted of the law and the writings. Hosea and the writing prophets introduced a whole new genre of literature to Judaism. According to biblical translators, Hosea wrote in a unique dialect of Hebrew. In Hosea chapter 6, we read a verse Jesus quoted. I desire mercy, not sacrifice, knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. That's Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. Knowledge of God is not simply head knowledge. Rabbi Joshua Abraham Heschel notes that Hosea was a literary innovator and craftsman. According to Heschel, Hosea coined the phrase Doth Elohim, which has been translated to knowledge of God. Elohim is one of God's names. Doth is a Hebrew word for knowledge. In ancient languages, to have knowledge of or to know someone involves not only the intellect, but the emotions and the will. In Hebrew, there is no distinction between head knowledge and heart experience. Heschel writes that to know someone is, quote, an act involving concern, inner engagement, dedication, or attachment to a person. It also means to have sympathy, pity, or affection for someone, unquote. To have the doth of God, to have the knowledge of God, we need to feel as God feels to weep at the things that make God weep. Jesus wept is the shortest verse in the Bible, and perhaps the most profound. Hosea, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel all wept at Israel's unfaithfulness to God. Jerry Sitzer writes, quote, The choice to love requires the courage to grieve. It was risky for God to make us in his image, as independent creatures. He was asking for heartache and disappointment. In a sense, he was choosing right then to die for us." In the garden, 
the serpent lied and tempted Adam and Eve to be like God. On the cross, Jesus showed us what it meant to be like God. It is to have the courage to love as God loved the Israelites. It is to have the courage to love as Hosea loved Gomer. It is the courage to love as Jesus loved us. To love sacrificially is to truly be like God. And when we see Jesus dying on the cross for his bride, the church, we have the Doth Elohim, we have the knowledge of God to give us the courage of Hosea to love. I'm Josh Snow. Thank you for listening to Hidden Hosea, a conversation on God, infidelity, and restoration.